everyone. Welcome back to the Power to Perform podcast. I'm your host, Allie Mallory, and I'm the Clinical Administrative Specialist here at PHP, and I have my Master's in Sport and Performance Psychology. With that, I'm so excited to introduce our two new guests for this month's series, Aaron Rubenking and Camden Dempsey. Please share with us a little bit about yourselves and your backgrounds. Aaron, let's start with you. Hi, everyone. My name is Erin Rubenking. I am a licensed professional counselor and a licensed addictions counselor, and I am the associate director here at PHP. Awesome. Camden, what about you? Yeah, hey there. My name is Camden Dempsey, and I am a sophomore on the football team. I'm currently a specialist, and I'm actually from Arvada, Colorado, so Boulder is a place that's very near and dear to my heart. Awesome. We have two locals yes. in here. Yes. Erin is also from Colorado, which is... <laughs> So interesting, because no one is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to start off this podcast series, Camden, I have a question for you. So I'd love to hear a little bit about why you decided to be on this podcast. Yeah, so for me, mental health has been something that's always been very important to me um, for two reasons. The first being that as an athlete, I think mental health is super important when it comes to being able to perform at your best. Uh, when it comes down to it, you know, your mental health is just as important as your physical health. And so, you know, if you're only, you know, strong on one side, you're not going to be able to perform at your peak. Um, the second reason for me, um, my sophomore year of high school, uh, my best friend died by suicide, um, which was, you know, devastating. Uh, that was just when I was starting to play football. <clears throat> so it, uh, it, it really kind of shaped who I am as a player today. And, you know, ta taught me a lot of lessons that, you know, I, I want to be able to, you know, make sure that people around me never have to learn themselves, but can learn through me instead. Yeah. And I just want to say how sorry I am to hear about your friend, because that's, it's never easy to lose someone, especially um, in such a tragic way. And so I would love to hear a little bit more about, you know, how that has shaped your life and, and what that has changed for you going forward. Yeah, so uh, the first thing that I think is really interesting is I'll never forget that day because I found out it was a Friday, and it was actually one of my last games as a um, as a sophomore, and so having to you know go in and talk with my coach before that was pretty tough, uh, but I'll never forget one thing that he said. He said, <clears throat> the moment you cross over that white line as a football player, he's like, you can stop thinking about everything else, and you can just play football, and so you know athletics has kind of been a way that you know kind of helped me cope with that when it actually happened. Yeah. Um, but then it's also taught me on the other side how important it is to take care of those people around you. Um, so when it really comes down to it, I think that being able to you know be open, be honest with you know not only your parents but also with your coaches, with your teammates, um, they're the people who see you the most on a daily basis. I mean, I'm sure I spend probably more time with my teammates than I do my actual family during the school year. <laughs> Uh, so and they tend to have a pretty good outlook on how you're doing. So I think that that's something that's you know important for people to hear is when it comes down to it, your teammates are sometimes your best people to uh, to rely on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I mean you bring up so many good points in that because for so many people, athletics is an outlet. And I think that you know even just kind of thinking about suicide in general we want to be able to talk about it i think a lot of the time people are afraid to of afraid that oh if i say something or check in on my buddy that that might make someone um, act on thoughts and what we know as clinicians is that's not true we do want to be able to check in on each other um, and you know I, I know you had mentioned too the piece around stigma that can come yes. up within athletics um, what have you noticed or like what's your perception on stigma around mental health within athletics I think it's definitely getting better um, but it can always be improved I think 
it really takes athletes being leaders and not being afraid to talk about their own mental health. And I think thankfully that's changing, um, but it, it can always be improved. So that's one thing that, you know, I personally am trying to do on the team, you know, by coming on this podcast. Yes. Um, as a football player, you don't typically think of, you know, athletes, you know, saying, you know, hey, I might need help with this. Um, but when it comes down to it, I'd say it's always better it's always better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'd rather, you know, have someone say, hey, I need help than, you know, think that, you know, they're, they're not being strong enough. Yeah. Well, and I love even just with what you said about, like, being strong enough because I know one thing I talk to a lot of the athletes about is this idea that sometimes we can have, and this usually starts when we're kids, that, you know, if you talk around about mental health or you show any sign of weakness, that that can, that can be interpreted as like you're not being tough. And I think as athletes, it's put into our head from a very young age that we have to always be tough and, um, and mental health can be seen as a sign of weakness, even though I don't, personally think that. Um, but I do think that that is a really big piece of how we start to break that stigma and how we can start to have these conversations. Like earlier you said, you know, mental health is just as important as physical health and like you can't have one without the other. And I think that's so true. What people often don't realize is that mental health is on a continuum, just like physical health. So, um, you know, at certain times we're physically healthier than others. Sometimes we have injuries, sometimes we are sick, whatever it might be. And that doesn't mean that we don't have any physical health. It's just we've moved along that continuum. And then the same thing happens with mental health, where there's sometimes where we're doing awesome and we're thriving mentally and um, we're able to engage with our friends and be the best that we can be at our sport. Um, And then there's other times where we really are struggling. And so I think we need to recognize that it's normal to experience this. No one's immune to having mental health. We all have it. It's just, where are we at on that continuum? And I really like what you said there. And I think one thing, you know, and this could just be me, but I personally think that if you, you know, need help or if you're reaching out about your mental health, I think that is being a lot tougher than keeping it all in because that means you're dealing with some pretty serious issues. And, you know, we're not all impervious to, you know, how our daily life goes. And I think that, you know, if you say, you know, hey, I need some help on this, you know, I'm really struggling, it means you're, you know, probably doing some, you know, pretty exceptional things with a lot of stress. And so personally, I think that uh, when it comes down to it, you know, the more you talk about it, the more open and, you know, kind of vulnerable vulnerable you can be with your teammates. Um, I think that makes you a lot stronger and a lot tougher of a person. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And being able, I, even just with what you said before of like being on this podcast, being a football player, I think the more that obviously we meet with individuals behind closed doors. And so people don't often realize who's coming in to see us. And, you know, the reality is we meet with people from every single sport at different points and, it's important that people know like, hey, this isn't just for these people or it's just for everyone but football players. You know, it's it's for everyone. And we all, like you said, it takes a lot of courage to be able to speak up of like, hey, I'm struggling and I need some support. Yeah. Wow. Very well said, both of you. Um, Just for a quick takeaway to end it. It's so interesting how in society, mental illness and mental health are used interchangeably. When in reality, like y'all said, mental health is just health. And like Aaron mentioned, we all have mental health, yet there's that stigma that y'all were mentioning, especially in athletics, especially in sports like football. 
that by acknowledging your mental health is a priority, it's actually seen as a weakness. And having those conversations with your peers and normalizing it can be one of those ways to break down that stigma. If you think about doing this and start feeling anxious or self-conscious of what others will think of you, it's helpful to remember that by doing it, it could literally save a life. And so to end this podcast with a quote, when mental health is ultimately recognized as essential to physical health, not an extraneous element of it, then we will have access to true, complete, modern medicine. John Campo. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next week. 